You're tuned in to the ETPU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. This is a special summer podcast of the ETPU Top 10 from the 2021 seasons. Listen to what the student-athletes have to say about their individual moments during the 2020-21 spring season. And hello, everyone. We are here with the ETPU Sportsnet. This is Kenneth K. Rock Klein, and folks, summer is here. And you know what that means. It's time to recap the 2020-2021 season by unveiling our top 10 individual moments from this past season. And of course, we have a lot of individual moments going on here, especially in the year of a pandemic situation. But we've managed to cut it down to 10. And today we are going to be starting off our countdown with our number 10 individual moment. That, of course, is Sayers Collins, ETV baseball player who had a remarkable relief outing against Louisiana College, a career-high 11 strikeouts in five innings of work. And Sayers, of course, joins us now. Sayers, uh, first and foremost, congrats on making the top 10, uh, think, kicking things off. What's been going on with you lately? Uh, you know, I've just been finding time to rest a little bit since uh, we've gotten off, and uh, I've been starting to work out with some of the uh, teammates, too. But uh, just getting up for um, summer baseball, really get that itch for August already. Yeah, I know, definitely. After a season like you had, I know you were kind of anxious to get back on the baseball field because it was a really, really such a tremendous year for the team, but also for you as well. I mean, you, you think back to where you were uh, as a freshman uh, on a team that won three games, but in your defense, you were pretty young. You were kind of getting some experience playing. And then, of course, the COVID-19 really sort of helped you out, the break that is really kind of made you guys just relax, stay focused. And then the next season, you were able to put it all together as well. Just kind of talk about the transition from having your season last year come to an end early to make it a big progression uh, for this past year. Uh, well, I know my freshman year, we were pretty young, but coming into my sophomore season, I'm, our team got even younger. And that fall season was really a grind. I think it was about six to eight weeks. And our coaches stayed on us, and we're really competitive. And we went into the spring season, you know, really tight-knit in a close uh, group. So, um, you know, really all it came down to was just execution. You know, we didn't really have to work on internal adversity at all. So it really uh, – it's the fall season set us up nice. And I think that, like you said, the COVID break helped us kind of escape an embarrassing season. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I think it worked out. And we are you know, we didn't have a lot of depth but our depth was really good. So, you know, it was next man up. Everybody was capable of doing their job. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, just watching you guys, I know that there was an early period where you were kind of figuring things out, but then you kind of went into a bit of a hot stretch where you were starting to win as many series as you possibly can, and it got you a great year as well. Looking forward to seeing what your team can do next year. Okay, so the moment that we're talking about, your relief outing in against Louisiana College. Now, at the time, they were the top team in the conference, and certainly they had won the first game of the doubleheader. So you're in a tie game, 3-3. It's the fifth inning. You first two guys get on for LC. Coach Hood goes to the mound, or Tanner does, the pitching coach, and he calls you into the game as well. What are you thinking about going into that situation where it's nobody out, two runners on base? What, what goes through your mind as you're coming right in? Well, the, the past couple of weeks, we really did really late in the games. So I wasn't exactly worried about giving up those two runs, at least at, you know, at the most two. But I was expecting, you know, come in, do my job, maybe two innings, 
and then uh, pass the baton on to the next guy. But then it quickly turned into, you know, I'm, I got the hot hand, which, you know, every week it's somebody new, uh, you know, it was, so I just kept thinking to keep the pressure on the next, the other team's pitcher. And eventually, you know, we put up a few runs and we got out of there. So it, it was really just wait, sit and wait for the, uh, our really talented lineup to put some runs across. Cause you know, at that point you kind of knew we were going to score some runs. So I just do my job. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this at all, but your first inning of work, you actually pitched an immaculate inning. You threw nine pitches, struck out three batters in a row on nine straight pitches, and then you ended up with five. So you got about half of your strikeouts from the first five batters as well. Like, like, do you kind of know, like, when you're kind of in the zone right now, like, you just feel – you can just feel it as a pitcher, or does it just kind of come naturally? Um, You know, I think with the preparation that our coaches have had us do uh, – it was you kind of know when you're going to be in the zone because you know you've got that preparation. And uh, I know Coach Savelli works on us with uh, our mental training a lot. So when you're on the mound in a big situation like that, uh, it's not really you, – you can just trust your pitches. And I was able to trust my, you know, my pitches. And so, you know, I, I think, uh, again, with the preparation, you know, I really didn't let the moment get too big. So I was just doing my job. Absolutely, indeed. Now, of course, that also kind of coincided with an incredible week for you. You actually got to appear in the next game against Louisiana College the very next day. You ended up getting the save, and then you wind up being named ASC Pitcher of the Week because you had pitched against Centenary and had another good outing against him as well. Uh, So weekly honors as well. I mean, for you this past season, you really sort of became – one of the top relievers of the team as well. Like when you kind of look around and you've seen all these awards that you just picked up, what does that do for you from a personal standpoint, but also knowing that your teammates have complete trust in you to be a pitcher in a situation where they can call upon you? Uh, well, you know, individual awards are, are they're, they're nice, but at the end of the day, you don't have the satisfaction as you would have with a, like team awards. You know, we were right there with the conference championship, but uh um, it really just sets the bar high for myself and for the team. Um, you know, getting getting an all-region award, a couple of us. I know Isaiah is probably one of the best pitchers I've seen in a long time. And, uh, you know, it just sets the bar high for us going the next year. And uh, knowing that we had such a successful season, but we still – our ceiling still hasn't been reached yet. Um, just knowing that, just get, it gives you, like, a little bit of motivation going into the summer – and into the fall season that we're about to have, you know, it's just like sky's the limit and we haven't really come close to tapping into our potentials at really young team. So it's, it's honestly, it's really exciting. So. Now you kind of have a bit of a unique situation on your team because you also have experience as a designated hitter. I think about Shohei Otani with the angels and what he does, not only as a pitcher, but also as a hitter as well. So obviously, you know, when you're a designated hitter as well, but there's always a possibility that you can be a pitcher as well. You always kind of prepare like, okay, you know, I'm ex- kind of expecting the pitch or just try to work on what swings I need to have in order to face a pitcher when I do come up to bat. Or does it kind of, it's always comes down to the planning from the coaching staff, depending on the opponent. Um, uh, you know, I just kind of, if I'm, if I see my name in the lineup, I, I try and prepare for that, that high tense situation that comes about later in the game uh, with trying to juggle uh, DHing and pitching. 
And it worked a few times. It didn't work a few times. But um, like I said, with the mental training with Coach Matthews and Coach Valley, I think that helped a lot with especially my game. But uh, I know it helped with a lot of other pitchers. And um, it was real popular with uh, the majority of the team by the end of the season. So I'm sure hopefully that'll carry over. Exactly right. So, and uh, last question, obviously, you know, a big turnaround for you guys going from three wins this past season or last year to 26 wins this past season and appearance in the gold championship series. You know, you're losing a couple of arms, but you're pretty much returning a bulk of your team as well, especially some pitchers and everything. What, how, like, just kind of talk about the mindset of the team going into next year. Like, you obviously know what it's like. Now you're just having, hoping that what you learned from last year can be applied to this next upcoming season, especially for the newbies that will be coming in for the squad. Um, well, I think for a lot of us, I know uh, for me too, it was being in that gold championship series. There were a few times where uh, maybe we let the moment get to our head a little bit, you know, like first time being there for the good majority of the team. And um, I think going in the next couple of years, even when you get some more new guys coming in, in the rotation, the lineup, um, that uh, the foundation that we built this past year, uh, they know what it's like to be in those big type of games. And um, I think it sets a good foundation, especially when the majority of your lineup was underclassmen. So you have that experience for several years. You know, I, I think that's starting to not, not just have a good team, but you're building a good program. And that's that's good for us. And that's good for the coach. And that's good for the school. So. Absolutely, indeed. All right, Sayers Collins, congratulations for your outstanding season and for being num- the top 10s, number 10 on this year's list. Uh, we look forward to seeing what you can do for next season. Thank you. All right, that's Sayers Collins. I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Klein. Tune in next time as we will unveil our number nine moment on our top 10 2020-21 ETBU moments from this past season. This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.